Welcome, everyone, to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And for the next 15 minutes or so, you'll be joining us for a walk in the woods. Along the way, you can listen in on the conversation, and today we're talking about something that the listeners, Kay, have actually asked for. Oh, excellent. I know, it's very exciting. Now, some of you might be wondering, how do you suggest subjects for us to talk about? Well, I shall tell you. We have, of course, a Bakery Bears Facebook group, um, and you can find it by following the link in the show notes below. That will take you to our website page, and then you just click the button that says, join the Bakery Bears radio show crew. And when you join that group, Kay, you have to answer three questions. And if you don't answer those three questions, yeah. you don't get in the group, baby. I'm in the group, I think, and I don't think I answered questions. Did I, I did just... it for you. You did it for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Now, one of those questions is, are there any subjects that you would like us to talk about? Yeah. And this subject today was the one that was asked about the most. Yes, lots of you wanted to hear more about our outdoor adventures and what effect walking for Kay and running for me has had on our lives. Well, today we're going to talk about just that. But not only that, we're going to do something else, aren't we? Oh, we are. We are. We've got my tree book. Yes. I bought a book and on trees. Gold stuff for me because I found a page with all the leaves on. You did. You did. He's, he's found the bit. Because I was worried. The bit I was that worried. we needed. I was thinking, how are we going to identify the trees? When, when, I mean, it'd be so difficult because it's like quite a thick book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there is a page where it's just the leaves. Quick identification yes. page. Yes. Pick a leaf, compare it to the page. Yeah. And we yeah. shall see if it works. We'll see what we find. So yes, along the way, we're going to be seeing if we can identify a bit more closely some of the trees that we've seen. Because we know the other thing that you guys have loved has been us telling you what we're seeing. So today, as we talk about how much getting outside has meant to both of us, and I never would have thought that would be the case, Kay, at all. Prior to me You're starting... talking about me, aren't you? No. He's talking about me, everyone. No, 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 I'm talking about me. Prior to me starting running, I would never have thought I would say to you that getting outside and doing stuff outside was remotely important to me. No, I agree. I don't yeah. think you would have said that. I don't think you would have said that. I either. wouldn't have said that. No, either, good, no. good. I'm glad you joined me. No. In my shockingness. I'm much more lazy than you, though. So. <laughs> but look, that's enough chat. I'm going to grab my coat. You grab my keys, please, if that's okay. I've oh, got okay. no idea. I oh, don't no, know you've got he... your shoes on. Can it's he... Right. he always puts his keys somewhere that's like hidden. And he's like, can you get my keys? And I'm like, well, which place did you put them in this time? No, there's not which place. There's one place. No, there's not one place because sometimes they're not there. Sometimes you leave them like in a corner of the stairs. <sighs> Look, I have my keys. Okay. Stop stalling me. Let's stop talking let's about keys. Yes, let's get outside and get walking. Oh yes, and it's, do you know what, it's warmed up. Yeah, I think it's milder actually outside. I just said to Dan it was a bit chilly in the house. We it, were it... out this morning on a peppermint tea run. Oh, we were. Because <laughs> we don't drink much other than, well, Kay drinks one cup of normal tea and peppermint yeah. tea. Yeah. And I drink Redbush yeah. and peppermint tea. And coffee. Yes, and coffee too. Sorry, I was focusing in too much on the tea. On the tea. And look, look. He's, oh, no, he's on he's holiday actually Steve. next week. Oh, is he? Steve? Yeah, yeah, he mentioned. Hi. Right. Next week he's on holiday. Yes. All right, we're talking about our postman. Yes, we have his birthday present. We do. And He's lovely, our postman. He is, he's great. He's been our postman for years. Many years, yeah. And anyone who knows me well knows I love Star Wars, and he loves Star Wars... Even more! Like 
I don't He's even like register. The biggest fan in the world. I don't register on the Richter scale no, of Star Wars no. fans. No, he is literally the biggest fan. It is his whole life. Yeah. We found out the other day that he was seven when he saw the first film when it first came out and it, he, he was hooked immediately. Yeah. And he's been hooked ever since. Yeah, and he's <laughs> almost 50 now, isn't yes. he? And he, he looks great, actually. He, he doesn't looks look amazing. It. And do you know, my goodness, what a perfect subject to be talking about today. Yeah. Because what does he spend his whole, whole day time doing? doing his walking, He's yeah. outside in the fresh air he's and he's walking. He's got shoulders, hasn't he? Yeah, well, the... that's the weight from the... Yeah, from yeah. the bag. Yeah. So we shall make our way rather dangerously into, across. Yeah, I know. We're just flinging ourselves road. across the road. Yes. <laughs> and into the woods. So you know, was, oh gosh, that's very muddy. Yeah, it's not too bad. I've already been. That in. little bit is very muddy, but it's usually okay in the woods. Ah yes, I always breathe a sigh of relief when I get into the woods. Oh look, a leaf, a leaf, a leaf. All right, okay. Right. So this is okay. the test. We have our book with us. I've picked a leaf up I've off the ground. I've opened it on the page. Okay. And can we see anything that looks remote? Does that look like that? No, that's no. not that. Okay, so. It's, I think. I just it's... pointed to a Guilda rose. I think it might be that. What? I think it's a field maple. I think you might be right. Is that the only page of leaves, or is there another page oh, of leaves? Oh, there'll be like another 12 oh, pages. Oh no, hang on, there's another page. No, there's Wait one more page. Minute. Oh, is it a sycamore? No. Or is it an... Oh, no, it's not a sycamore. Or is it? It can't be a London plane. No, it's Can not it? a London plane. No. I think you were right first time. No, I don't know, it might be. Sycamore? No, it's not that one. It's not a sycamore. So what, what do you think did it I might say be? it was first? Field maple. A field maple. It does look like a field maple. How many lobes does it have? How many lobes? One, two, three, four, five. It five. has five what lobes. What does it say? So I am going to become... Oh no, you see, that's tricky now. Is it not a field maple? Wild service tree. What's a wild Ten service tree? Ten centimetres long, three to five pairs of pointed lobes and a sharply toothed margin. Oh, well, it could be that. Basal lobes projecting at right angles. Right, basal lobes. So the, the bottom ones. Leaves turn to shades of red and russet no, in autumn. it's yellow. It's yellow. It's yellow. Wine red. Oh, this is tricky. Bright yellow in autumn. It's a field maple. We think it's a field it maple. It is a field maple. Well, we have go. identified Yay, our first tree. First yeah, tree. The problem is we found the leaf, but we don't know what tree it came off. Well, it must have been the one up above, down there. Yes. Presumably it fell down. But look, there's loads of them. Is that the same tree? That can't be a maple, that's enormous. A maple's only small? No, that's not the same leaf. It is the same leaf. But just bigger. Look at it. Well, it's, that's not a field maple. So it's got five lobes. Well, it might be, I suppose. I don't, I'm saying that, I'm thinking of like a Japanese maple is what I'm thinking of, which so is obviously something entirely different. If I look in the back of the book, do you think I'll be able to look up field maple? And look then... up field maple, they might have a picture of the tree. Well, they should do, shouldn't they? It would be a little bit disappointing if they didn't, but you see, I'm looking in here now, and there isn't anything that says field maple. Try Who maple. got this book? Try maple field. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. this is successful, isn't oh, 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 no, no, oh, 262, 262. Okay, so we've, we've walked up our usual route. We're walking along next to the railway tracks. There's loads of potential field maples to our right. Field maple bark. Right. Look. It does look like that. There are loads of field but maples. But that doesn't look like that. That leaf doesn't look like that one. Right. It's too spiky. These are more rounded. Well, I think we might have failed in the first 
first leaf identification. <laughs> this book's useless, Kate. <laughs> Don't blame the book. Whose idea was this? Don't blame the book. <laughs> we are well on to our lovely walk and it sort of begs the question, how did it all begin? Well, we sort of covered a little bit of this. We sort of touched on this in episode two of the Bakery Bears radio show. And after I'd finished chemotherapy, I needed to get fit again. So the sensible option and the easiest option was just to get outside and go walking. So I started. And, you know, not to go over the old ground of episode two and do go back and have a listen to episode two if you haven't done already, I, within... I would say, oh, you see, it's tricky. Interesting question now for you, Kay. Because yeah. Kay followed the same journey as me into finding the benefits of getting outside yeah. at the start of this year. I did. And first of all, I suppose, the key question is, why did you start? Well, it's kind of a combination of things. I suppose the main thing was that... I've, I've struggled on and off, as we spoke about before, for the past, gosh, I don't know, five, six years, with anxiety. And the few times that I have tried to sort of start a walking routine, I've, I've just failed and just not carried on with it. But even just doing that little bit, I kind of felt just that tiny bit better. So I knew that it was something that would help me. Right. But I guess the thing that really pushed me to start it sort of very back end of last year, it was just before New Year, was that we had a horrible Christmas last year and I just was in a really bad, really bad place. I was really, really low and I just thought, you know what, I've got to do something. I just can't carry on like this. So I just picked myself up one day just before New Year and went out and... The thing really that's kept me going has been that I've been tracking it and I think I said this before didn't I? I use the RunKeeper app and I think just being able to see what I'm doing each day and each week and each month and then you can look back on it and think gosh you know this week I've walked for x many hours yeah it just gives you, first of all, it gave me that feeling of accomplishment and gosh, you know, I'm finally achieving something and just achieving something gives you a, a, a boost, yeah. doesn't it? And it just makes you feel a bit better about yourself that you, you know, you're doing that little thing every day that's just for you. You're not doing it for anyone else. It's just for you and you're taking that little bit of time to just clear your brain, you know? And yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, that's, that's a really good phrase that you've just picked up on because the thing, I mean, I, I was going to ask you and I'll, I'll ask you in a minute, but I mean, maybe start thinking now because I know you don't like it when I drop. Oh, look at those mushrooms. <laughs> Deep questions on you. There's been a few of those kicking around. Gosh, they're like a sort of corally colour. Yeah. And we've seen a few patches. They've sprung up really right. in the last crumbs, it's, probably the last the couple of weeks. It's the perfect weather for mushrooms, isn't it, yeah, right just, now? Just think about what sort of uh, physical 
have you felt any physical effects from... Oh, definitely. No, no, don't answer yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll keep because it in. I was just going to pick up on, you'd just spoken about what had motivated you. And for me, I mean, it's really difficult, I suppose, because I've been doing it a little bit longer. It's hard for me to look back and think sort of clearly, was it the mileage that was, and do you know what? I actually think it probably was. Right. So I think that because I was coming from such a position of complete sort of nothingness and unfitness, yeah. that, yeah, I do think in the first instance, it was the mileage. Right. But I think that it very quickly, because I didn't start going outside with the intention to start running. No, you didn't. The running came because what I always wanted to do, and you do this too, is you're always looking to sort of push yourself a little bit more, mm. a little bit further. Yeah. And I suppose that then is the perfect you know, time for me to say, have you felt an effect with regards to your, you know, you were talking about mental health, yeah. and mental health is massive, and we'll come back to that, but what about the physical aspect? It's difficult to to say really but because the only reason is because I think it happens with me it happens so gradually and I think it, you've got to step back and look back on where you were in my case almost 10 months ago to how you feel now and how you maybe look now as well and I've, you know, when I do that, when I make a sort of direct comparison to then and now, I, I think there's a, a big difference. I mean, to start off, I'll say that I don't weigh myself. That's something I just don't do anymore because it just causes me too much stress. And I did used to weigh myself regularly because I went through a program of um, slimming. I went to Slimming World and I lost an awful lot of weight. So I was very aware of my weight, but, because I knew that some of that, that I'd lost had sort of crept back on, I was just too scared to step on the scales and I knew, I thought it's just gonna depress me even further than I already am, so I'm not gonna do it. And the way that I've kind of judged my sort of fitness level and how I feel that I, you know, do I look a bit different? It's just the way that my clothes fit and the, just generally how I feel within my, within your skin I think you sort of know don't you yeah and I think I've definitely lost a little bit of weight I don't know yeah definitely I don't know how much but it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't matter to me it's more about my my general feeling of well-being yeah and I don't get as puffed out as I used to get no you know when I'm walking up a certain bit of my walk it's a bit of an incline yeah not very much but I used to be like <laughs> when I first started and, and I'm get, not now you get a real I was out with you the other day and we got to the top of that hill and you were like oh my goodness yeah I said that I remember that being I'm being really puffed out when yeah. I've walked up there you know a few months ago and I'm not now which is great so do you find yourself getting positive reinforcement from the fact oh yeah definitely because I just think as well at our sort of age, you know, you... I think that's another key point creepy, for you. It's I a very think, key point for me. I think that that was one of the other reasons that drove you outside, because yeah. I think you'd read that it helped. 
helped with the kind of premenopause symptoms because I'm 48 now and I'm definitely in that zone. Yeah. Um, and that in itself is a very difficult thing. It's, it's been a lot more difficult mentally for me to deal with than I expected. I didn't think it would bother me at all. The funny but... thing is, though, you've been in a much... All of us, and I'm referring to all of you out there as well as us here, and I think you know it would be wrong of any of us to perceive that any one of us has any worse or less challenging sort of mental issues because I think mm. one of the things with the human brain and the human condition is what we perceive as being stressful whether that be having cancer or running out of peppermint tea <laughs> if your brain perceives it as stressful it is stressful and it is an issue do yeah. you know what I mean yeah I think you know one of the most what you know one of the the things for me was you know when I used to talk to people when I was ill people would sort of they would backtrack from talking to me about their woes mm, yeah. because they'd be like oh it's nowhere near as bad as you well that's not true because, no, because your your perception is your reality absolutely yeah and what you have you're sort of transformed this year i think well it, i mean it's nice to hear it from you because i i don't I don't feel like I'm transformed. But then, you see, I have a, quite a low opinion of myself and I would, I, would, I would never say, oh, you know, I've done this this year and this this year and I've that's done this. That's not what this. it's about, though, is it? But that, no, and that's not me, really. But, but And you shouldn't do that. No. What I mean when I say you're transformed is that your sort of general disposition is a polar opposite yeah. to what it's been for years. And... That is understandable when you consider, you know, the whole journey that we've been on with regards to me being ill and all the things that we've mm. already covered on the radio mm. show. And I think that sort of gets at the point, which is all of us have issues. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, believe, I firmly believe that all of us, every one of us, has issues. And up until... And I had issues prior to me having cancer. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. who knows what those mental issues were for me at that time mm. I think brains by their nature ponder on things we've oh, all gosh, had haven't yeah, we those, those sleepless nights ponderer. yeah you know we've all had those sleepless nights mm. we've all had those worries mm. and what I find the biggest impact on me that getting outside has had is if I don't go outside and it's getting the air it's getting the air yeah. in my lungs and yeah. it's yeah. like your brain clears of this fog yeah before you know prior to me running i don't know about you know you guys at home and i don't know about uk but on a morning sometimes it took me a bit to get going to get going yeah, yeah. you know and some days and i i hear a lot of people saying that that they're not morning people and it takes them ages to get going and i've luckily i've never been that type of person I've always got up I know that's another mushroom and they're weird they look like folks we're looking at mushrooms that look like Ooh. field mushrooms but they've like, got like, like chestnut mushrooms yeah. but they've got like nodules all like over them like little spiny bits weird I've never seen mushrooms like Gosh, that before that's I'm fascinating I'm not going to be touching those but, yeah. sluggish to get up in the morning yeah You've never been like that? No, I mean, I've, I've never been that sort of person. I've always been a morning person. I've always got up and never really had a problem with getting up. But conversely, that means that I'm usually asleep by nine o'clock at night. But, you know, 
I'd kind of rather be that way around than be up until two and then not be able to get out of bed in the morning. So you're saying that that, that side of things doesn't really apply to you because you've always been a morning person? Yeah, I think so. I disagree. So. Really? Yes. And I'll tell you nice. why I disagree. Because I can recall numerous times in our relationship since we've known each other, which is how many years now, Kay? Uh, 15. So in 15 years, I can recall numerous times when you have... Sluggish would be the wrong sort of word, I think, but some days, you know, oh, I, I just I can't get going this morning. Right, yeah, you, yes, you're right. And well, your brain has maybe, you felt like your brain's not kicked into gear yet. That's it, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's not so much your body, You it's have not your brain. said that to me once this year. No. And I'm totally convinced because, you know, I've said to you before, okay. there are some days in a week, I've run six days a week, and you walk pretty much six days a week. Yeah, five, six, I wish it was seven, but I never seem to manage seven. I have a few times. Of those five or six, well, it's six days for me, I would say two or three of them, I do not want to go. Right. I want to either stay in bed another 10 minutes, yeah. or I just want to sit down in your lovely chair <laughs> and listen to maybe an American football podcast, yeah, or you yeah. know, who knows, yeah. but I don't want to go. But I learnt, probably in the first year of getting outside, that the days that I felt like that were the days I needed to go more than any other. Yeah, and I have also felt like that as well. And you've always said to me, you should go. If you feel like that, you, you should, you know, make the effort even more and get yourself out. And I have, and he's always right, you know. I always come back feeling better than when yeah. I left. Those are the days when you yeah. need it the most. I think I found that that is my key motivation now. Yeah. My key motivation is I know I'm a better me after going and doing it, yeah. Then, and now uh, I and make that you'll sure you'll have a more productive day now, by just investing that little bit of time. Yes, you're exactly right. I can sort of gauge it firsthand because one the one day off I have a week, which is normally a third. Well, it's always a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. <laughs> oh, what was that? I think it was a frog. No, it's a mouse. Where? There. Look. Where is it? There. What does it? There. Oh, I see it. Look, can you see it? Oh, he's so sweet. It's a little tiny he's mouse. What's he eating? You've got amazing eyesight. Oh my god, Harden, I've got terrible eyesight. I don't know what he's eating. That must be his hole down there, oh. look. Oh, that's so it's sweet. It's the tiniest He's eating a berry, little... there's lots of red berries around here. It must be a field mouse, yeah. isn't it? They're my favourite. Oh my goodness, he's eating a little berry. It's look, like look, a Christmas card. There. Look, look, do you it's see? It's like a Christmas card. It's I wonder the... if he's like pulled that apart. Oh, he's coming this way. Oh, he's oh, so he's sweet. adorable. But yeah, Thursdays is my day off, and that is the day when I feel that sort of sluggishness and I sort of remember those yeah. times, you know, when you weren't, up until starting this sort of exercise regime, I didn't have any percent. Clearly the brain needs oxygen. Mm. Is that right? Am I? Is that, it, well, of course it needs yes, oxygen. Yes, I know, but I didn't know if I was calling it the wrong thing. No, of course it needs oxygen. Because we breathe out carbon dioxide, don't we? We do, we yes. do. So clearly the brain needs oxygen to get going. Yeah. And it is just the most invigorating feeling, I think. I mean, I don't know if you feel invigorated after you've been. I do, I do definitely. And, you know, I get back some days. If I've, I have two walks, one shorter than the other, and neither one are super long. It's usually, I'm either out normally for 40 minutes or 50 to 55 minutes. Yeah. And I get back, and sometimes I feel a little bit tired, you know, I'm like, oh 
But then that in itself makes me feel good because I think, yeah, I've done, you know, I'm a bit tired and that's great. Yeah. You know, I'm doing good things to my body and yes. I'm building up my muscles and maybe that little bit of fat has gone and, you yeah. know, that gives me good, good feelings and makes me want to go out and do it again. Prior to me starting exercising, one of the things that I thought was only an idiot would in my case go hard running first thing on the morning because you'd be tired all day no it's not true it's the opposite because exercise releases endorphins yes. and that makes you feel energized yes so no it's the, it's the it's the opposite you know you will feel better i you think will it's feel totally more... it's totally phenomenal i think and a bit bonkers because you know if you sort of unless well i'm clearly just an idiot because i was always convinced you know if you're going to exercise you should be doing it towards the end of the day no well everybody's different and i think it really and this is a good point to talk about actually that all oh, that damn this is slipping No, I think you just have to fit it into what works for you. And sometimes that's first thing, sometimes it's the middle of the day, sometimes it's the last thing, you know, towards the end of the day. I don't think it really matters so much when you do it, but you'll, you will know the time of day that's best for you, I think, just by, if you're not sure when's gonna be best, then just try a few different times and you will work out when you feel the worst and when you feel the best. Personally- you, you found another leaf. I have found another leaf. Kate is standing prone, leaf in hand, and we need What's to see if we can one? win We've back. got to be able to, add, I think it's some sort of birch. Right, okay. Let's see. Well, that small, that looks fairly... No, Super it's not that. Okay. Oh, uh, I think it no, is that. I don't th you think it's that? Well, look at it. A small-leaved elm. Superficially hornbeam-like, leathery, to 15 centimetres long, oval, pointed at the tip, yeah. with toothed margins, yeah, yes. Yeah. Unequal leaf bases, yeah. yes. Narrowing, narrowly tapering on short side and a short petiole. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but then it could be one of these... It's not a lime, I don't know. It's, no, it's that. Not. You think it's that Look one? Look at it. An elm, though. That's really rare, isn't it, an elm? Well, look at that leaf. I mean, look at that leaf. It does look like that. No, yes. it doesn't look like that. I don't think the spines are the same, look. Right. So I don't think it is that. Go over the page. No. I think we're kind of rubbish at this. Um, maybe it's, it could be that one. That's a lime. Right. It could be that. So a lime. Well, it might so be that. So broadly ovate with a short pointed tip, heart-shaped base and a toothed margin. Yes, it is a heart shape. Yeah. 10 centimetres long, dull green above and paler below with tufts of white hairs in vein axles. No. <laughs> We're giving in. When I, I go home, <laughs> I'm going to put this book in the bin. Because it's useless. <laughs> Look, it's not as easy as it seems. It clearly isn't. <laughs> How do you become a tree expert? I don't know how you do. I <laughs> we, wish I had like Monty Don with us right yes, now. He yes. could tell us what they all are. What you just touched on there before, Kate, is one of those key questions with regards to doing anything that you choose to do within your life. And at the start of the show, I, you know, I, I said to you today that prior to me starting running, I never would have perceived that I would be the type of person who would talk positively about getting outside. Yeah. Or exercising. No, yeah. You know, all the things we've spoken about today, 
has sort of shown me is that for me to be at my optimum through the day and to work as hard as mm. I like to work mm. and do the things that we need to do to put food on the table, yeah. going for a run first thing in the morning puts me in such a better position to do that. Yeah. And so what that, what that really shows you is Five years ago, I would have told you I didn't have time to do this. Absolutely, and Today, I would have said the same thing. Well, let's come on to you in a moment. Yeah. Today, I would say to you, I don't have time not, not to do to. this. And the reason for that is, I know that I am so, just so much better at doing everything mm, mm. on the days when I've run. For you, it's much more sort of current, isn't it? Because you've only really just started. Yeah. How, I mean, how have you failed the time? Because you would definitely have said. I would have definitely said There's I don't no way have I've got the time. time to do that. I would have absolutely said that. Yeah, or you know, if I'm doing some if I'm doing something that is just for me, I feel guilty. Yeah. But it, you know, sometimes you know, it might be some days I don't get that bit of housework done for example that I'd plan to get done. So that's where you find the time. I think housework sometimes. Well, no, I mean, I do housework every day. We, you know, I do bits of housework every day. But instead, I think the difference now is that instead of just having a four-hour blitz once a week, I now just do 10 or 15 minutes. Every day? Every day. Yeah. You know, one day I'll clean the bathrooms. One day I'll dust. Yeah. One day, I'm not going to say one day I'll hoover, because Dan does the hoovering for me, because it bothers my back, the weight of the hoover. But... You know, one day I'll do Bryony's um, uniform ironing and, all, you know, I do it in that way and I spread the tasks through the week instead of having that sort of, you know, big chunk of time. And because I used to always do housework very first thing in the morning yeah. before I kind of started anything work-wise. So that's actually... But now that's where you, I walk instead. Yes, yes. And I just fit the housework in, like yeah. I've said, when, you know, for example, I, I don't spend as much time on social media as I used to. I've really cut down on that this year and that has freed up time for me to do these household things and to get other things done that I need to do in my life, you know. And to be honest, that's been a good thing for me, backing off a little bit on things like that. Yeah. But I think what you've got to do really is just sit down and think about your own daily life. One of the things that we said at the start of the radio show was we weren't here to be preachy. No. And we're certainly not. I don't want any of you at home to think that we're being remotely preachy. What we're talking no. about here is the thing I would never have thought. It's just our own personal experiences, isn't it? I would it? never have thought that the thing which has done the most good for me after having cancer would be going outside every morning. No, and really... I would never have anticipated that. The, I mean, I think we saw how beneficial that's been when you had to have that big surgery a couple of years. It's coming up yeah. for two years ago. In, in February, it'll be two years. Yeah. And your recovery rate after that... It was insane. You know, was, was bonkers. Considering the, the scale of the surgery, you know, it was a huge, huge surgery. But you recovered 
much quicker. I mean, they, they released you. They said that I'd be in there seven days. Yeah, they did, and you were in for about four or I five. I went in on Monday, and I came out on the Friday. Yes, that's right. I went to fetch you on the Friday night. Yes. Yeah. So, and and you recovered. You know, it, it took some time, yeah. but it was much quicker than I thought you would recover. And that is absolutely down to, to how fit you were before you had the surgery. You're, you're exactly right. The, the, I remember the physiotherapist coming and taking me for a walk. Yeah. And he was like, and he knew nothing about me at the time. And I wasn't in a particularly talkative mood, I'll be honest. No. And he said, oh my goodness, how are you doing this so fast? You don't run, do you? <laughs> I said, yes, I do. Yeah. So your legs were very strong. Core, so if you have even, a strong core, yeah. then everything becomes a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, the other thing as well is, of course, your aerobic fitness. Yes. I mean, in any circumstance, having good aerobic fitness is only positive. Yeah, and I think, you know, now, because we've got the sort of perspective of these kind of life-changing illness situations, getting yourself it just feels like getting yourself as into the best physical state you can means that i mean for starters you might well be warding off something absolutely you are. big but also even if something happened to you you just want to be in the best state you are you can be going into that situation absolutely because it can only be beneficial yes. to you you know yes. if you go into having cancer as Dan did maybe you know carrying just a little bit more weight than you should and you know not eating maybe the healthiest things and never doing any exercise then it's it's not gonna help you get through that situation no. and ultimately to recover yeah I think if someone was sat down with someone in the family or friends or whoever and they were to say to me just, if you could give me one piece of advice, yeah. what would it be? Well, I would say that you should start as soon as possible getting outside and doing whatever it may be that you choose mm. to do. Mm. Maybe it's gardening. Yeah. Maybe it's Absolutely. climbing a hill. Yep. Maybe it's just going for a sedate walk around yeah. the block. Yeah. Maybe it's like me. Maybe you're going for a run. But get outside. And personally, I think... If you're not certain when Look to start... Look at the size of those mushrooms. And there's lots of them. <gasps> oh! I mean, how cool Gosh. it would be to know if they were edible or not. Because oh. if they were, you could pick all of those, take them home, get some butter. I know. They look like field mushrooms, to be fair. <laughs> yes, but They're we watched a programme once, didn't we? I wouldn't do that. Do you remember? That programme we watched, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's Farm. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and his wife ate some mushrooms wife, and nearly died. Yeah, his wife toddles off outside yeah. and picks a load of mushrooms because they'd moved from London, hadn't they? That's right, to, yeah. And they were living in a caravan. Yeah. And she was in trouble. Yeah, she was, Thankfully, yeah. she'd not eaten... Because some of them, you're done for, aren't oh, you? Oh, you are, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is such an interesting skill. I, I remember watching... Oh, the River Cottage guy. Yeah, yeah, Hugh, Fernie Whitting store. And that fella, that sort of balding fella with the glasses, with yeah, the hat, he's yeah. a real dude. Yeah. And he takes him out foraging, doesn't he? Mm, mm. And I, do you know what? I think I could get into that business. Yeah. Because I just think that there's nothing more rewarding. If there's one thing that I wish, it would be that we could... You know, perhaps be the slightly, mouse is still there. Slightly more self-sustainable. Is he still there? It's, look at the. Oh, I wonder if I can get a photo. No, it's too dangerous. Oh, <laughs> With the amount there of. There he is. I think we've scared him off. Oh, sorry, mouse. Sorry, little mousey. You see, mice. I love frogs. Not so keen. No, I'm not so keen on frogs. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was young, 
my mum used to go gardening for people. Oh, right. So, so they would pay her and yeah. she would go and, and be their gardener. And this one guy, actually, who we got to know, and he used to play cricket for England. Gosh. Years ago. Right. It's called Phil Sharp. And I remember playing a cricket match with him once. He'd be good then. And he was a, a short, you know, by this time he was probably in his late 50s. Right. He'd put on a bit of weight and, you know, wasn't... Well, I'll tell you what happened. Someone did this amazing forward drive. The ball is flying sort yeah. of head height. He jumped full length. And this is a portly, probably 56, 57-year-old guy jumped full length and took the greatest catch I have ever seen wow. in my life. It was astounding. <laughs> Sadly for Phil, and he said so afterwards, he was laughing afterwards, his brain took him back 30 years. Yeah, but his body... He didn't play again that day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she used to go gardening for Phil. And she took me with her sometimes, and he would pay me a little bit of money as well. Right. And we arrived this one particular day, and he said, there's a frog down there. Oh. And they had, like, this basement-type thing. But it wasn't a basement. It was more than a basement. It was posh right. with bay windows. But it was... It was below ground level. Yeah. And when you were in the garden, you could look down and, you know, it was all sort of beautiful sort of stonework around yeah. Yeah. where you looked out. But there down there is this big frog. Oh, gosh. And my mum wouldn't go and get it. Was it a frog or a toad? Well, maybe toads, it was a toad. Toads are bigger, aren't they? But she said to me, go down and get it. And oh. I thought, oh, great, you know, no problem, I'll go. So down I go. My goodness. Was it massive? It was massive. I got out of <gasps> it there must have fast. Been a, it must have been a toad. It must have been, wasn't it? Yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> the one sort of piece of life advice that I would give anyone is to, to get out and to get out, do yeah. something. And I don't you know, know about UK. I mean, you know, would you or is there something else that you would say? No, no, definitely. You know, it doesn't have to be for long and you don't have to wear any special gear. No. You know, I don't. You know, I, I wear comfortable kind of trainers and I just get out in my normal clothes. I don't, you know, I wear leggings and a top kind of thing. And I just go out my front door and I walk and I listen to an audiobook. You know, there's nothing, it doesn't cost, it doesn't cost me any great amount of money. You know, I'm not joining a gym membership or anything like that. And you don't have to even spend very long, you know, half an hour of your day is all you need. Even if, well, even if you started with 15 minutes. Even if you started with 15 minutes and just built it up. And I, I just feel that everyone can really just, if you sat down and you just thought about your day, that you could fit that in. The beauty of the situation for me is, I don't know whether it's because you're well, because I'm running. Yeah. But I can literally go in any weather. You do go in any weather. And I weather, actually yeah. enjoy it more when it's pouring down. You do, yeah. And the reason why I think is, you are going to get wet anyway. You're going to get because you're sweating anyway. Yes. Yeah. And what the the rain does is it keeps you cool. Yeah. And also, there's something sort of fun about running in about the rain. being yeah. able to just yeah. go 
Do you know what? I don't care if I'm wet. It really doesn't matter because I'm going to be getting changed when I get home anyway. You've never, you've n I mean, my mum would say you'll catch your death of cold. No. That's just absolute old wives' tales. You don't catch a cold no. from being wet in the weather. Yeah. You catch a cold from picking up a virus that's yeah, in yeah. the air, yeah. don't you? It's funny that I remember my consultant saying to me when I was told you're through the worst now you're on that sort of road that we, we're still two years away we're still two through, years through, away through getting to the end of it yeah but you know she said now you're on the road to getting better again yeah and she said what you need to remember is your immune system's been wiped out yeah you're going to get iller than you've ever got yeah you'll get colds you'll get tummy bugs you'll always be ill yeah but you never need to worry because your immune system is learning to defend you again. Yeah. How many times have I been ill in the last five years? Gosh. Twice? Maybe once or twice. I've, and I've not been sick, not even once. No, no. Those, no. those once or twice have been colds. Yeah, I don't colds. recall anything else. And no. it has to be because of that whole, what, what did you say it is? The thing that gets going when you exercise? Endorphins. Endorphins. It's got to be the whole endorphin thing. Yeah. It has to be. What else can it be? No, well, no, that's true because you you have you know you didn't get ill as they said you know and it, which when you think that after chemo you don't have an immune system, no. it's amazing really. Yeah. Yeah, it's been just the most one the it's been the most wonderful experience of my life. Well, it's the I mean it's the best thing I've done. I can't think in and, until, you know, apart from meeting you and yeah. running off with you. Yeah, so you're um, now shaming me because I said it's the best <laughs> thing I ever did. You have to get one over on me, don't I you? I wasn't. No, I wasn't at all. <laughs> I'm only joking. I wasn't. Kay said about walking, and maybe I should just mention about running. If you do have that sort of urge to maybe give running a go, I do think you need to be slightly more careful with your shoes. Oh, gosh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think the biggest problem that people have when they start running is injuries well what they do is they go and buy cheap shoes and you don't really right. spend a lot of money no but, but they you, go want, and buy, you want a good pair you do they go and buy really cheap shoes mm. and then they stop because they say their knees are hurting yeah and that's because your shoes are rubbish yeah <laughs> and if you run too long on bad shoes yeah you will do irreparable Watch damage to your knees yeah so do come you know i'm more than happy because the one thing that i am is a bit of a nerd about things that I'm into. Yeah. And I have spent probably, I mean, do you remember those weeks of pondering? Over what shoes to get, <laughs> it drives me mad. And I'm saying, look, look, I don't need to be part of this conversation. Just tell me which ones to get you. Cause it's usually for like Father's Day yes, or yes. birthday or Christmas. Yes, yes. And he's like, yeah, but I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I don't care. What I've done over the years is I've sort of learnt through trial and error what ones work and what ones don't work. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the general rule of thumb is when you first start out, you want one with a, a fairly good heel drop. Yeah. So you want between eight or ten millimetres heel drop at the back of your foot. And also, I think, you know, you really need to be spending probably 50 or 60 pounds. Yeah. Which I suppose would equate to about 80 or 90 dollars. And... The, the great thing about that is even if you know you start running and you find it's not for you well they're perfect trainers yeah you just wear them you do yeah but yeah it is most definitely the thing which i'm most shocked at how much i've loved 
Yeah, and I think the other thing, the, the other... The other reason I started, actually, and I should have said this, but it's just occurred to me I didn't, is that I've had back problems for a good few years now. It's yeah. sciatic-type back problems. And, I, you know, I went to the doctors, first of all, and I went to physio and all this business. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it comes and goes. Sometimes it's better than others. But one of the things, one of the most beneficial things you can do with sciatica, you know, I'm not talking about any other sort of back problems, it's just my experiences of sciatica, is to exercise. You know, even if it's just very gentle, you know, if you've had a flare-up of it, which I sometimes do, yeah. and it's painful, I'll sometimes go out and my back will be really hurting. Right. You know, and it, it sort of runs from your lower back down the outside of your leg. Right. It'll be hurting, you know, but within 10 or 15 minutes of just, you know, I don't go belting around, just a sort of average pace. It does ease off and it does feel better. So I'm certain that the walking has helped my back as well. Yeah. I think the, the, the thing that I find the most sort of cool and rewarding is, as I'm running along, I won't realise, you know, every so often I'll sort of realise what's happening, but I find that my brain is running through the worries which I have. Yeah. And by the end of the run, I've got rid of them. Yeah. And this isn't something deliberate. No. We tried a bit, you know, because of all the, the sort of challenges which we've had, we tried a bit of... Uh, a friend recommended meditation didn't yeah, they yeah yeah and we tried this thing and we I, did I, th there's a technique which we've experienced where you're told to imagine your worries floating away on a cloud mm. aren't you mm. and i suppose that is trying to sort of teach your brain to let go yeah. of the things yeah. that you're thinking about well i find that running i just do that naturally yeah it's like it's sort of i think because you can't you can't fool yourself into, you know, sometimes if you're feeling a bit worried about something, you might pick up an iPhone and start, you know, yeah, searching. Yeah. It's <laughs> the worst thing you can do. You, which you, you see, you've not done that a lot this year. No, I used to do this a lot. Yes. And my friend Sarah will attest to this. Self-diagnosis. Who's a doctor. Dr. Ken. <laughs> I used to be texting it all the time saying, oh my gosh, this hurts, or oh my gosh, what's this and what's this? I must have driven her mad. But um, I don't, I, I just don't do that as much. And even if, you know, I do feel something and think, gosh, what was that? I don't, I don't have that urge to Google it anymore. I, I mean, mentally, I might have done it two or three times this I think year, mentally, but... it, 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 freeing yourself of that baggage at the start of the day... Yeah frees up the space to cope with the baggage which will inevitably come yeah, at you that yeah. day and if you are never I think all of us have to do something with regards to um, reflection yeah you know like yesterday something might have happened which affected you more than you realize yeah and you're not going to know that until you give yourself the sort of downtime and the chance for your brain to work it through. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why, as well, that, you know, sometimes 
I find myself thinking about things which I haven't thought about in years. In years, I do that, yeah. And it is, it, it's like your mind is like a, it's like a computer hard drive. Well, it is, isn't it? Looking for, you know, little files and things. I think this book has been a total disaster. No. Oh, I, the tree book? I'm being harsh. It's not the book. It's not the book, it's no. Us. It's us that can't identify the leaves. <laughs> or perhaps, perhaps it is the fact that quite a lot of leaves tend to be quite similar. Similar. Do you think that's right? No, I think that's absolutely right. But it looked so, that first one with the prongs. Yeah. I mean, I could only find two things in here. You see, it's the... That looks like an oak. That's not an oak. You can't even identify an oak. I can definitely identify that. Well, that looks, it looks, oh. It looks like a maple-type right. leaf, that to me. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what you meant when you said oak. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I'm useless when it comes to things like that. I do find myself getting more interested in different varieties of birds as well. Yeah, I mean, we don't actually see that many varieties, do we, living where we live? No. I think you've got to be a bit more rural to see the, you we know, lots of garden birds. We see more now than we birds. used to. We do, because... We bought a brand new house on a brand new estate, but that's and as it's, it's become sort of 11, 12 years ago now. More established. Yeah, there are trees they have started to that appear. were planted, and, you know, the, and they've grown. We do see a lot more birds now. But in there, I think there is a fairly good variety, because, of course, as I think I've mentioned before, I saw a tree creeper in there, yeah. but I'll not forget the day I saw... It's when I was running in... Not far from that farm that Beatrix Potter bought in the Lake District. Hilltop. No, no, not that one. There's, there's, there's another one that she bought. Trout, it's, isn't it Trout? Is it Trout Beck? Yeah. Right. And it, it's that time when I did that really long run. Right. And I saw, I mean, it's, no, it's nothing, a twitcher as you would call them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that sounds a bit odd? It does sound a bit odd, yeah. But, you know, I'm sure twitchers would have seen much more exciting things than a goldfinch. Yeah. But, oh, but I'd love to see a goldfinch. Oh, my goodness. I've seen a goldfinch now in the wild twice wow and they are beautiful they look like something you would see in a book yeah that lives in some far off you know mm, exotic mm, country mm. they're just tremendous Gorgeous. and i can remember exactly where i was when i saw it it came fluttering out of this hedge it flew on a little bit and then swooped back into the hedge again it really was pretty yeah. something i used to see loads of when i was young as well was owls Gosh, really? Yeah. I've never seen an owl in the wild. And I grew up in a place that was surrounded by big trees. Mm. And, you know, there was a, an expanse of it. So, of course, there'd have been lots of little creatures for them to eat. But, do you know, on a night, an owl can actually be quite scary. Gosh, yeah. Because I'd maybe be out walking my dog. It's funny, we were listening. We're doing this thing at the moment where we are listening to different music every night. We are. And, you know, we're deliberately, each of us choosing an album. Yeah. And it has to be an album, it can't be specific songs. Songs, yeah. And it's reminding both of us. It's been brilliant. Of sort of loves yeah. from, from the past yeah. that we've completely forgotten about. But I remember listening to Jamiroquai and walking the dog, yeah. Prince, You'd have loved Prince. Aww. He was he was really sweet. He, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't chase a person, wouldn't jump up at a person. Right. He was just a lovely chocolate yeah. Labrador, really, Aww. really nice. And he had huge haunches up here. Oh, right. And that's because whenever he was on the lead, 
he would just pull, pull. the whole time. Mm. So he was the stockiest dog you've ever seen in your life. But I was out walking Prince and this owl came flying wow. past. During the day? No, 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 no. it was at night. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. I was petrified. Okay. The other thing as well that I used to get in my bedroom was bats. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like that. And they would hang. In your bedroom? Yeah. Why were they in your bedroom? They would hang, on, well, I, I think there was maybe a tile off the roof. Oh, no. And they, because my bedroom was up in the loft. Oh, I couldn't be doing with that. And they would hang off the curtains. Oh, stop it. So you'd go and close the curtains. Oh, And a no. bad drop off. Oh, damn, that's awful. But my dad was a genius because he'd just come in and whistle. And, it, and they flew out? It, no, 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 they land. Oh, right. Because they fly by sonar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you whistle, they can't fly. Right. So he would come in and whistle, they would land, he'd then pick them up with a tea towel and take them outside. Right. Gosh. We've made it, folks. Well, back home, and you know the sun's shining there? You just can't pick it, can you? It was really wet <laughs> and horrid this morning. I went for a walk this morning and it was that kind of fine drizzle, you know, that completely soaks you. And I've just took a brolly, you know, I'll go anyway if it's That's raining. Warm, it's very warm, but Goodness gracious. Um, I just took a brolly. Don't forget but my entire bottom half got soaked. Don't forget to turn off I your... I need to turn off my run keeper. Let's see how many miles hang we've got, Hang on, hang on. How many miles Oh, 1.96, so two bad, miles. And I did two miles this morning, so... So you've done nearly four miles today. Four miles today, that's, that's pretty good. Gosh, my trainers are absolutely... Loppy. Loppy, as we would say. <laughs> no, I would never say that. You would say that. I would say loppy. That's a K yeah. word. It is. Is that Yorkshire, do you think? It's Yorkshire, yeah. So folks, we've established some things today, which I think are important to remember. The first thing is we have no idea about trees. No, not a clue. And the chances of us, I mean, to be fair, the more we look and the more we try and identify, hopefully yeah. we'll get better at um, maybe working out what we're looking at. But also we've established the one thing that I would advise anyone to do and that's get outside and go for a walk. It yes. most certainly is the first step to happiness which is the title of today's show. Oh. K1. Going I won. Going al fresco did not cut the mustard. Oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> so, folks, that really is it. What a wonderful walk it's been. I do love a bit of autumn. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, if you are enjoying the show and you haven't done so already, we'd be so grateful if you could subscribe. Yay. Woohoo, and leave us a review. Yes, please. Oh, yes. That just helps other people find the show. But also, I mean, it seems crazy, doesn't it? Because the easiest way to spread the word is just to tell people. Yes. If you know anyone who you think would enjoy joining us for our little adventures, please tell them about us. And if you would like to join the Bakery Bears radio show crew, which I've mentioned today a couple of times, visit the webpage in the show notes and just click join the community. But do remember to answer those questions. And that's your opportunity then to suggest things for us to talk about. Yes, please. You know, we've got shows planned right the way through now yeah, until yeah. Uh, the 3rd of January, I yeah. think. So suggestions will be catered for as quickly as possible. In 2020. 2020. Sounds very space-aged. <laughs> now, speaking of space-age, we'll be back on the 1st of November with the next episode of the radio show. Can you believe it's November? November? I know. And we'll be talking about technology. Technology. In this fast-moving, ever-changing world that we all now live in, how do we 
find the right place for the technology yeah. that we choose to engage with. It's yeah. a very interesting subject, it I think. Is. And you've it hit is. on it today. Yes. You've spoken a little I've bit about... I've touched on it a little bit. So yeah. we'll be talking about social media, iPads, smart TVs, oh, Kay's favourite. don't even start me on smart TVs. I think the, the other thing as well, the other reason why we wanted to do this show is we are both, as much as we, we may not want to admit it, becoming people of a certain age. <laughs> And as you get older, a bit like my mum. I remember talking to my mum the other day and she'd just been bought by my stepdad a new television. Mm. And she couldn't work out how to turn the volume down. No, she couldn't. And actually when I spoke to her, it made absolute sense. Because she was looking for something which had been on tellies throughout her life. And the same is now. I may be just getting into that zone, but you've been in that zone since the day I met you. I loathe smart TVs with a passion. But it's not just smart TVs. Is it smart anything that I don't It's many elements to technology. Yeah. So next time we'll be talking about technology, how we choose the bits of technology that we love, because we have recently... Yes, we'll definitely talk about that. We've got into some things. We do love that. That, I think, is is the hardest thing, isn't it? It's There's so much out there. Mm. What do you get or what Mm. do you leave alone? Absolutely. So we'll be telling you all about what we love and also what we hate. Yes. Folks, so thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next time for another lovely episode of The Radio Show. Great. See you then. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.